This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And I'm Geralt Farrelly. And this is your bonus episode of Agony Rants. It's Christmas morning! La, 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 Good morning. We hope Santi came. Santi did. Santi did. The most thing I got today was love. <laughs> Were there slippers? Yeah. The nation has held its breath to see if Neve Cavanaugh has got another pair of slippers. No, no slippers. No slippers. Um, I did get uh, permission to be on my own for quite a long time because obviously grown children and husband, they like to sleep in. And Christmas Day is no exception. So myself and Ruby, that's my lovely black Labrador, uh, we had a lovely morning, uh, you know, getting the sprouts ready and doing all that sort of stuff. But it's quite nice having that, you know, kind of calm time. A crisp morning in Carrick, Fergus. That is correct. And how is your morning going? It's been wonderful. I um, have officially got the place myself now uh, and I'm heading over to my parents. um, And I'll also be saying goodbye to Boots. You know, I mean, not permanent goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) You should see my face. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. I wish you could see my face right now. No, I'll just be like, you know, I'll have to leave her for the day, but I'll be watching her on the cat cam (laughs) for the whole day. Uh, yeah, it's like Big Brother for I know Big Brother for cats. It's like that that weird thing that people have now, where they have a, a camera in their bell. That's just wrong. I'm sorry, that is wrong. I know people live with it, but it's you know weird. what the problem with that is? My sister has that. Is that when you're not at the house, you 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 have to answer your doorbell. Yeah, it's a it's, it's like it's it goes it's off a whole level phone. of. It's Sometimes we'd be having a coffee, like in my mother's house, and we'd be like ding dong, and she'd be like, oh, somebody's at the door. Just leave it in the neighbours. I have, I have mixed feelings about that. You know, it's yeah. a little bit like nowadays because the way our phone is, right? Uh, I have mixed feelings about the fact that you cannot switch off. And because people don't let you and you and the expectation is you're going to actually respond immediately. There's never a time when you can just be out. Exactly. But you know, sometimes... Unavailable. Sometimes you have a life elsewhere that doesn't require you to answer the door. Neve Kavanagh, it's Christmas Day and Neve Kavanagh's unavailable. Yes, so what we did was when we recorded our uh, Christmas episode, yes, we had l- we recorded for three and a half hours. I mean, it was <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole thing. We did not take a breath. I know. So we had lots of extra comments and material, which we decided let's just keep it as a special episode for our bonus subscribers, mm-hmm. uh, and we'd put it out on Christmas Day. So this is especially for you. Nobody else is getting this. Only the people who care enough about us to actually feed us by giving us a few bob. Yes. They're, you're, you're our special people. You're our su- subscribers. You're our whack pack. And yes. we love you. Yes. And also, uh, if you are a bonus subscriber and listen, if you're having a birthday or somebody's having a birthday and you want a little birthday message, yep, we are, get in touch. We are mad for it. We will do a little video or a little kind of uh, audio message for you. Now, we're not talking about a whole drama production, but we can do personal messages for you so you don't have to go to Cameo to pay the money because to be yeah. fair, y- you know, bonus content means that you get a little bit of us that nobody else gets. And Neve Kavanagh could be making a fortune on Cameo, but she isn't. No. She's here for you. Just and also, you. I'm not going to take it personally, but if you just want the Eurovision winner, <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> I might not be happy about it. I won't express that disgust in any way, but that's totally okay. But let's so be honest here. It also might be that you might be more popular than me. And if that happens, I won't be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> not a two-way thing. 
no. not a two-way thing. No, no. Uh, That's not an how ego, our relationship works. To be fed, not having an ego doesn't win you at Eurovision. Okay? No. you got to go out there and on the stage. Own it, man. Own it. I know. So this so, is our Christmas episode. Enjoy. Enjoy. Here, we just okay. were out for lunch, right? We were just out for lunch. Mm. Uh, we were out. This is our Christmas party. It's the Agony yeah. Rand's Christmas party. And what we did, <laughs> we, went. We, we went super, super expensive. We went to a Chinese restaurant and we got fortune cookies. And we decided that what we do is we'd open them at the start of the show. Okay, that's what you're hearing. And that's what you're hearing. And uh, if there's nothing interesting, we will cut this bit out. Okay. Oh, what did you get? What did yours say? Mine is pretty, it's pretty standard for every day. Okay, go on. Do not get involved in financial matters today. <laughs> <laughs> not if you're with Neve Cavanagh, she'll rinse you. <laughs> well, mine is better. Wait, you hear this? Go on. An admirer will soon contact you. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, which one is that? Someone's going through a toll bridge. Mita used to love you. My dad loves you when you're on the Eurovision. Yeah. Will you sing the song? Me ja. I know. Actually, tragically, recently I was somewhere and it was my grandmother loves you. So that's it. I'm I, I okay, soon I'm over. Soon I'm going to have to put the, you know, the purple rinse in my hair. That would be the way of it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I'd be saying things like that at 53, but there you go. A I'm version here. version of In Your Eyes played on the Hammond organ in an old folks home. <laughs> well, it's a shame Live at Three isn't on anymore. Do you remember Live at Three, oh. Dead at Four? That's what we used to say. That was the one where the lady used to sit on the chair. Yeah, Anne, she was fab. Oh no, Anne was fab. And and Anne used to sing with the lovely Jim Doherty, of course, David O'Doherty's dad. And honestly, that's a revelation for you. Did you not know that? David O'Doherty's dad used to be the piano player on Live at Three. Yes, Jim. Now, not only did he used to be, he is one of the most beautiful, brilliant jazz musicians, like pianists, uh, and still Ah. playing. And uh, yeah, isn't that lovely? There you go. You learn something new every day. Every day. Every day is a school day. And here we are. This is our Christmas episode. Happy Christmas Happy s- to you. Oh, uh, I know. That's not. Ding dong. Merrily yeah. on. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this. <laughs> Two singers in the room and neither of us no, can sing a song. We need to. We, look, <laughs> let's up the enthusiasm. Okay. Paul says his Christmas tradition is entering the abyss of hopelessness from which there, from which nothing, not even light, can escape and mince pies. Well, now, Paul. <laughs> Paul needs a hug. Got love. He him. does, Paul. Yeah, I. Um, the abyss of hopelessness. Do you know? Funny, actually. Uh, I'm just looking at the end of this line. Mince pies. That's what we. That's what you actually call in your eyes. You know that. In your mince pies. In your mincers. <laughs> We call it mincers for short. No, so you see, are you one of those people that, like, being a top Christmas chef? Are you one of those? (laughs) You know, but being you know somebody who puts the work in. Yeah. uh, Do you make your mince meat for the mince pies or get a jar? You buy a jar. Jesus, it's like puff pastry. Nobody needs to make that. Exactly, Eve. There are time, things you should spend time on, like you should never make a gravy without proper stock. But that's my own personal preference. Don't give me bisto just made with a bit of water. That's nothing, right? <laughs> no way. No, no, couldn't have it. I'd rather have no gravy. Niamh, that's it. That's very... Um, that is one of the worst things you can do to somebody. I once went to dinner and it was turkey, ham, and potatoes, sprouts, and there was no gravy. <gasps> 
I swear to God. No, no. I, give me gravy. I want gravy, but yeah, I don't there, want. There was none. I, like, <laughs> there was more chance of me getting a scatter cushion down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget as long as I live. No, I love gravy, but I want a real gravy. No, don't get me wrong. If you like Bisto Habit, absolutely. Yeah. But to me, I like lots of flavour. I'm ruined by my mother. My mother is a fantastic chef. You know, she's a cook. She's a home cook. And she made the best of gravies. No messing about with her now. So, <clears throat> so uh, OK, so you make it a couple of days before? Sometimes. But actually, I, I won't make a gravy unless I have the juice from something. So if I'm roasting a thing, you know, I'd, I'll, I'll uh, take the juices out of it and put it in. Oh, yeah, sure. That's what it's all about. And it's not hard. God. It's not hard. No matter what no, anybody says, it's no, not hard. it's not hard to make a gravy. You just need time, mm. patience. I'll, I'll do a gravy, you know, masterclass sometime. Uh, <laughs> that's, what the, that's what we want, Neve. Yeah, masterclasses <laughs> in gravy. Because <laughs> um, I used to work with somebody that used to make their mince pies, their mince meat in January. It was the yeah. first thing he did after Christmas and then he'd let it just that's it. sit. And ferment. Well, they're supposed to ferment. I love a mince pie now. Uh, yeah, I love a mince pie. Now, but... Don't give me a mince pie on its own. No, no, here, here. Oh, okay. What is it like? Like cream, custard. There's a whole world of condiments. Ice cream at a push. But don't give me a bare mince pie plonked on a plate. No, it's nice with cream or something. Yeah, yeah there's no doubt about it. Now, are you a short crust or puff pastry mince pie? Oh, I am a short crust. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Although I don't mind a puff pastry, but it's not the same. I'll tell you what the problem is, right? It has to be a sweet puff pastry. Because sometimes you get one and it's like, Savor? this is a sausage roll. You've given me, <laughs> you've given me a sausage roll with mince meat in it. It's not mince meat. Anyway, I'm just going to say uh, we're kind of getting away from the abyss of hopelessness. I know. I was just trying to lighten the mood. <laughs> I really, Paul. Paul. Yeah, it's yeah, it's difficult, Paul. But listen, uh, cling, <laughs> cling to the mince pie. Cling to the mince pie. <laughs> a whole plate of them. And when you're eating it, sing in your eyes. Sing in your mince In yeah. your mince pies, I see the light. Oh, there, the light from the, it'll from get the you abyss. There you go. Amazing. That'll solve that, no problem. It's, I think it's very hard to socialise with people you work with. Yeah. I remember what the, one of the first years, maybe it was the first or second year that I was working, I was kind of traumatised by having to <laughs> do all of this. And I got so drunk at the Christmas lunch, I ended up going and getting my hair dyed blonde and piercing my ear. Okay, so, right. And I pierced it right up at the crunchy bit. Why? Because I was drunk. And I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to go out and have a Christmas glow up. <laughs> so I went and got blonde highlights. And you went there. The top of my I, ear. I can't, I can't. Yeah, and then I came How home. How did I miss like, that? <laughs> then I went home and my mom was like, oh, girls had a breakdown. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I just think, you know, it's easy to maintain the mystery of who you are if you don't do Christmas lunches with yeah, people. Yeah. You know, this, as you say, don't socialise outside unless yeah. you particularly get on well with someone. You know, I... I and that takes years as well. Oh, yeah. Like, because I was there, I was there a long time. And I, so I have friends from that time. Mm. But like, you're only friends with them in the last four or five years, mm. you know. Yeah, but when I started, obviously, I gigged a lot doing weddings and... So around the middle of November, you started your Christmas functions. Now, it's different now. But back then, everybody had a Christmas function. And we literally played at every night for six weeks solid up to Christmas and another two weeks afterwards because you couldn't fit all the Christmas functions in at the I know, time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and we used to have a residency up in the um, Trust House Forte International Airport Hotel, actually mostly. So I was getting in at about three o'clock in the morning after playing at these things and going to work and then going home. And I mean, it just doesn't bear thinking about it, but 
the amount of indiscretion I saw. I think that's a polite way of putting it from the stage. And you, you just sit and you say those people, how are they ever going to go in to that office tomorrow? I know, yeah. How on earth can they possibly stand in front of anyone after what they've just done? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, what were they doing? Oh, stop. I was thinking a bit of shifting, but oh, like... There, there's shifting and then there's just public displays. And, um, did you never, did you, and did, like at Christmas parties in the banks, did you never have a little... No. Little cut? No? No, I wasn't that kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> Will we leave that there? I was briefly. <laughs> <laughs> No, do you know, it wasn't even about that. I think because I was always gigging, I never really got to be a part of that scene. So when I was in it, I, I'm, I'm awkward in that kind of social oh, setup okay. because I actually didn't grow up in the party scene. I was always gigging at it, watching all the stuff that you were doing. <laughs> Probably saw you doing stuff, girl. I don't know. But actually, you know, it's funny. You see a lot from stage because A, you're not drinking and B, because you're trying to observe to see how you're going to gauge the crowd. And so you watch it, you see a lot and people don't realise what you can see from the from the stage. Oh yeah, you can see everything. I oh. remember one year in Edinburgh there was a couple and this was a couple in their late 50s mm. that were absolutely wellying into each other in the third row of one of my shows, a Saturday night show in Edinburgh. And I was like, lads, come on. What, like stop. during a com- comedy show? Massive, like... Ride each other, like... Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was that sort of shifting that you do where you're both unsettled in your chair. <gasps> You were that good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. At last I'm getting the credit for this. That's what I evoked. <laughs> it was like Spaceballs. Yeah. Was that the film? Spaceballs? No. <laughs> what was the film where all the old people got really young? Oh, The Goonies, was it? Or no. no. Cocoon. Um, no. Cocoon. Cocoon. The- Spaceballs, Cocoon. That must have been another <laughs> Same show. thing. Another show. <laughs> no, Spaceballs. I remember Spaceballs. It was Mel, Mel Brooks, wasn't it? Anyway, let's just leave that there. I don't know how we got onto that. Anyway, but that's quite a thing. Uh, yeah, you do um, see a lot. I've, <laughs> I've seen that a few times. I've seen a few times where people are dancing and they're definitely, you know, thank God for cloth. Anyway, so <laughs> you're just like, what? Will you stop? Like, anyway, so. That's what you see. You must have been singing like, I don't know, sexy songs. No, it was, you know, possibly all around Mistletoe my hat. Mistletoe and wine. <laughs> Mistletoe and wine. No, I didn't do that one. I can't remember what was. Uh, I think I sang Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Because Kim Wilde had done it Kim in the, com- do you remember in the comic relief and all? Yeah. So yeah, I did a bit of that. Um, yeah, we didn't have an extensive Christmas playlist. We had one like, was like a mega mix. We all kind of moved from one <laughs> into another. It was like, we have to do 15 minutes of Christmas movies to get that done. And then of course, Fairy Tale of New York, which is arguably the best, uh, but also <laughs> most dreaded song. <laughs> Because you really have to be doing it well. Like, no, I'm not going to. You absolutely don't. Well, clear. Like, Shane McGowan and Philomena Bagley kicked it to death on the Late Late Show a few years ago. I was like, what the fuck is this? Is this their national song? Is it? Really? Oh, my God. I missed that. Yeah, talk about wet in the bed. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you really say that while I was taking a glass of water? What is your microphone nearly got sprayed? So, Kira, my Chris. My Christmas tradition is that I alternate between my family and my boyfriend's family every year. This year, it is supposed to be my family because what he wants to go because we missed out on his. Oh, okay. 
because we missed out on going to his family last year because of the pandemic. Oh, how do we resolve this? this is a proper problem. So. Oh. Last year he was supposed to go. Last year. Was they were supposed to go to the boyfriends. Right. They missed it because of the pandemic. And it's whether where they're restarting this year. So he still wants to go to his, but she's like, yours was last year and we missed it. Oh my goodness. I do love this. Do you? Which yeah. is, uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough what one. What do you think, Neve? I, I'm, mm, there's arguments both sides. I'll be honest with you. There's, uh, there isn't. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there absolutely isn't. Okay. One is actually reasonable. Okay, There's only on. one reasonable way, but th- that's not necessarily the way you, want you have it. to lean. But, okay. but there is only one fair way to do this. Okay, which is, what, you split the baby in half? What is it? <laughs> no, the, the only way, fair way to do this is that you didn't go last year, so you have to go this year. That's uh, the only fair. Okay. That said, if I was in Kira's position, I absolutely would be on her side. I'd be like, no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you missed your chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Game over. Sorry. <laughs> it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> this is my year. I it's on the yearly planner. This. It's on I, the yearly plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's on the wall. People get really, really sneaky about this. Do I me? know somebody okay. who, uh, the first year after they got married, I, I was saying, like, what are you doing for Christmas? And she's like, oh, we're definitely going to his. We're definitely going to his. And I was like, all right, cool. I was like, how did you decide that? Because she, she's a bit of a homebird. And she said, well, we're definitely going to have a baby next year. So I want the first kid's Christmas to be with my parents. <gasps> I was just like, wow, <laughs> you have really thought this through. That is meticulous. Yeah, well, I can understand that. Well, funny enough, actually, um, we didn't alternate for quite a while, actually. You know, we started off like um, we were we did two Christmases. So we would have gone to my mum's. Uh, so we were killed doing it. And then we started having the kids. And, uh, and eventually I just said, that's it. Anyone wants to come to me can come to me. We'll yeah. we'll see around it, but I'm not killing myself over Christmas. It's already hard enough and the kids really need to be home. So that was a thing. But funny enough, when I got pregnant the first time, um, it just turned out that it was actually the Carrick Fergus Christmas. Ah. So it worked out quite well because I was due in January. So you can imagine I was a considerable size. So there was no argument. So that was the first year I decided that we would we wouldn't alternate. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, the so the first Christmas of my first child was in my mum and dad's. And then the following year I was pregnant again. So, and again, due actually around Christmas. I remember doing a gig in the Trippany bit in the King's Hall. And it was for the Royal uh, Maternity Hospital, which is just as well, because it was three days over my due date. So it was the size of a house. No way! Uh-huh. And they kept looking at me the whole way through the gig going, when are you due? <laughs> I said, well, I'm in the right place, am I not? <laughs> I've done this before, it's fine. <laughs> I had to sit down every now and then, you know, because obviously the child was very involved in the gig at that point. Oh, God. And, um, you know, he wasn't born for another 10 days. But the but the point is, you know, and so, but then, so I was in Carrick for that Christmas and then we were down at my mum and dad's the following year. And so both children had first Christmas and my parents says, I did not plan it, but it just so happened. <laughs> And I'm wondering if you were the friend that no, told me they did this. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But that actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Wow. Well done. So what do you think? So like, I mean, I'll be honest, right? I think, I think, Kira, you'd be harsh <laughs> to say your parents missed it because of the pandemic. But I can see. Oh, my God. I could see you're thinking. Garode, that's what you would say. 
You would no inside voice would definitely be saying that. Oh no, outside voice would say it as well. <laughs> Absolutely not. There was a slot there, and you missed it. <laughs> there was a very clear window. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's very hard done by on the previous family, the boyfriend's family. I think in maybe, maybe just think about it a little. I'd, I'd be flipping for that. Well, right. I'd be flipping. You need to take fate into that because there's no way to resolve this without somebody feeling really upset with themselves. But if you take fate out, of it, you know, and get somebody to flip for it, then essentially the coin decides. Okay. I think that's the way forward, Kira. And I'll tell you why. Because then you can blame the coin. Kira, <laughs> tell us how awful his family are. <gasps> don't say that. No, do because it's obviously a reason. She's like, oh god, I'm not going down here. Please don't make don't me. Don't say that. Maybe but she just doesn't like the gravy. Like. <laughs> That's what you should do, Kira. <laughs> you should go down with a list of things. Just casually drop in all the things they need to fix. Yeah. <laughs> Email them now. There's still, there's still a there's chance. Still there's still time. They can still fix this. They can bring it up to your standards, Kira. You are a disaster. That, I wonder though. That is a thing. I've never, I've never been involved in that. As in, I, like I've we I've never done the split Christmas thing because we always tend to go to your to own our parents. perspective. Yeah, yeah. Like like I pre- I prefer to have like a nice Christmas Eve in my place. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't like Christmas Day that much. Well, I love Christmas Eve. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Christmas Eve is kind of like the wrapping of the presents, the um, you know, the making of the food. Or yeah, whatever. and and, 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 and then the we end- do Christmas. Yeah. At like 11 o'clock. And there's not as much pressure because you're not stressing over whether the turkey's right and time and everything. Yeah. And so th- you're right. Uh, the, the thing that used to get me about Christmas morning was you'd get up and obviously the fry was part of the things. You'd have a big Christmas breakfast. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and that was amazing. And then like four hours later, you'd be into the biggest meal that you will eat all year. <laughs> Three courses <laughs> at least. Um, Do you know what actually happened? <gasps> what actually You were saying now I don't talk about myself too much on this podcast, but I've just remembered something that did happen yesterday that I need to vent. Oh, vent. Last year, for the very first time, right, mm-hmm. I made a Yule log. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't I, you, don't I, you I, belittle. Do I'm not a, belittle my Yule log name. <laughs> I did not know this was where we were going. But anyway, OK, I'm all the way with the Yule log, OK? It was chocolate. <laughs> there was delicious cherries in it. It was fabulous. OK. Right? It was an absolute... No one ate it. Festive event. Okay. I, anyway, yesterday, I was just making, we were just like chatting briefly through Christmas. Mm-hmm. And my other half said, do you know what the one thing I can't stand? A Yule log. <gasps> and I said, go on. <laughs> did you do that face? Because yeah. if you did that face, I'd have, I'd have been like, thinking about my options. Do you want to finish that? <laughs> and he said, yeah. I think I've only ever had it once, but it was disgusting. Oh, no. Oh, no. Revenge will be Do I need to measured? do a wel- welfare check on him now? Cold <laughs> and swift. <laughs> <laughs> I've only just thought about that now. I, because when, when we were like we were having dinner when he said it, and I was like, no, we're, I'm not going to ruin a lovely dinner. <laughs> I'll just park that and we'll deal with it at a later date. Oh, my and God. So we have... Oh, well, I'm going to give you a laugh. I have a similar story, not quite a Christmas related, but my friend, I'd made chocolate brownies and I tell you, they were delicious. Salted caramel chocolate brownies, really, really gooey, lovely. And she said, mm, they're lovely, lovely, lovely. And the next week we were traveling somewhere, she says, 
And such and such a chocolate cake was the best chocolate cake I ever had in my life. Really, says I. Really, really, really. We'll just leave that there. So we have never yeah. got over that. She's never yeah. getting brownies from me again. Thing about it is, you don't let those things go. No, never. 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 I Thank can you. forgive I'm a lot of things. Glad we're on the same page. I can forgive a lot of things, but don't mess with the Yule log. <laughs> mess with you. You, <laughs> you mess with the Yule log, you mess with me. Are we doing great recipe I'm telling you okay so okay our final words uh, on Kira um, okay my final word is I say what? Uh, flip first flip first I think so because there's no easy way out of this without somebody getting hurt uh, I might err more on the side that really if he missed last year it's a bit unfair but uh, I think the clearest way through is to flip first and just decide whatever that is that's where we're going and then you restart like you say, restart. Uh, Grode clearly does not agree with that. <laughs> no, I do. I think that's great. I think that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Inside voice, very different. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're a nightmare. Kara. <laughs> <laughs> but there's time. There's time to fix it. There's time to fix it. Okay, so I we have... I have a log recipe if that will help. <laughs> Okay, so Neve, you're probably going to have to go back to your turkey. I will, I will, because, you know, obviously that is our main concern. I think we've done a good thing, though. Yeah. Bonus yeah. episode, Christmas Day. What other podcast is doing that? Nobody. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. Not we a single person. Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the equivalent is for a comedian and a singer. Yeah. Whatever. I, yeah, maybe not peace. You know, how, how peaceful it has been, you know, with the peace. No, I to say that we might have prevented a, a murder would not be an understatement. Yeah, but well, it's true, it I is suppose. Christmas Day. <laughs> I suppose a little bit of empathy on Christmas Day is not a bad thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, me. But listen, exactly. more importantly, you know, when you're lying after eating the food content of about 100, you know, people, you know, after your dinner and you're in that sort of food coma, you know, you'll be relaxed and enjoying and realise that Garod and I have been a part of your life in a way that was very important. Listen, exactly. and... Come on the new year. I can't wait to see us there. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. 